everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. Dumps like a truck, truck, truck. My name, <laughs> yeah. oh, my name is Matt, and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? I am awesome, and I am still drinking my extremely strong gin and tonic. I friggin' hate that catchphrase. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I just want to see if you... See, it was from the, the video. Goulet. Mm, goulet. Oh, God, I'm so mad you made me do that. Ugh. Yeah, dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Oh, God, I can't. Um, I don't know if I can continue with this episode. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. Anyway, well, I, I will. I will carry forth the episode. So before we get started, if you have any questions about personal finance, including income debt budgeting or investing shoot us an email with your questions huh you you got to talk to me now you're you're waving me on we, we have a mint book oh jesus christ with the mint book all right listen <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen money listen. matters money matters okay if you have a question shoot us an email or if you just want to say hello listen money matters at gmail.com also we want submissions for catchphrases for the beginning of our show, and something way better than dumps like a truck, truck, truck. From this thong song. Thighs man. like what, what, what. <laughs> that, that'll be the next episode. Listen, Money Matters. Thighs like a what, what, what. Oh, Jesus. Uh, no, but we need better catchphrases, so please send them via Twitter, at Money Matters Man. <laughs> we really want to hear from you guys. We really want to have you guys on the show. Please email us. And uh, we also have a book that we wrote, and it's about a free tool called Mint. And it's, you know, it's go to mint.com, sign up for it. It's what me and Andrew use. And we wrote a book called Mastering Mint, which you can find at masteringmint.com. It's only $29. But if you enter the promo code podcast, you will get $5 off. And that's only for you guys. A little something special. Today, we're discussing financial advisors. Do you need one? Andrew? No. Take it away. <laughs> okay. End of <laughs> <Abs> episode. <laughs> and done. And no, I mean, there was some interesting research. So, so okay. Uh, let me back up a little bit. The, do you know what they call the people who are able to beat the market, like Warren Buffett? Uh, no. They call them alpha. Okay. So there's like a website seeking alpha, and like the thought is, is there is these very few like elite people who understand and are actually able to beat the market, not by chance, but on a consistent basis. So like seeking alpha is like trying to become alpha. That's like what the yeah, I get site it. is. And um, chances are no one listening to this podcast is alpha. I, I am not. I've had lucky breaks. I've had unlucky breaks. I'm up, but I'm not like a consistent market beater. Mm -hmm. Which is why I put my money into Betterment and stuff. Now, um, financial, it, as it turns out, 79% of the people who professionally manage money cannot beat the market average. So the majority can't. And um, if you can't, what makes you think? That you can determine, you could you could find the person who can. If you don't know what it takes to beat the market, how do you know what uh, what if person? Somebody, if somebody else can, yeah. Well, we know that Warren Buffett can, right? But I mean, that's like obvious. We we know that because he's got all this press, and he is not going to manage your money. So, but let busy. me but let me ask, why? What got him to that level? How can I mean? You're you're saying that there's obviously people that can do it. 
Mm-hmm. So why can't somebody do it? So the the reason Warren Buffett's able to do it is he has a strict investing philosophy that he sticks to no matter what. He doesn't invest at all in technology, only in things he can understand, only in things that are undervalued, and only for long term. I mean, among other things. So he's a strict philosophy. He has a good intuition on like, for example, like in the downturn, things are so cheap. He bought like railroad stuff and whatever. And, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see, but railroads are probably not going away. You know, um, he, he has like, and he understands the numbers. He understands the economy. He has like the combination of skills and smarts that allows him to succeed. And well, it's not that we're not smart. We just are not him. Okay. So, but why would I not want a financial advisor? I mean, okay, that's one example. So, like, they're not as smart as Warren Buffett. We can kind of guess that. Okay, mm. I don't know if you're going to – if that financial advisor is probably going to take a way bigger cut because he is Warren Buffett or like a Warren Buffett or an alpha in your case mm. or what you, what you just said. But what about if you just don't have time for that kind of thing? Well, okay. So you got to look at, like, what happens when you go with a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. So – you know, you're going to go there, you're going to spend time with him, fine, whatever. Um, most importantly, he is taking a cut of your money, and his cut is not dependent on how well you, you're like, what he picks performs. So, for example, if you have $10,000 with a financial advisor, every year he will make a percentage of the money you have with him. So if it grows to 15, he'll make a percentage of 15. If you have 15 and it drops to 10, he makes a percentage on 15 and you lost five Gs and that's your problem. He makes money because he manages it and it's not related to the performance. So he doesn't lose money if you lose money? No. Hmm. So if you think, if you have to go into this guy's shoes, like what's his motivation? His motivation is to acquire as much money as possible to convince as many people as he can to go with him for financial advice. And of course, he would like them to stay because he performs mediocre or whatever or great. But most people don't understand. So he just needs to sucker you in. I mean, I think his motivation or their motivation, uh, not to be sexist, but I think their motivation would be that if I can help somebody make money, they'll tell their friends and I'll have another client in which I can make more money off of. And if he, if they continue to do it well, then they're going to just keep growing their client base. So there is some incentive for them. Yes. Word of, word of mouth. Usually, usually they're in some sort of, um, Bernie Madoff for a had bank. That. you know, Bernie Madoff had that. He had the word of mouth of returns that were not real. Well, you know? still ha- I know. We still had it. And it was and you, with someone like him because it was you, you had to be rich, wealthy to invest. But the 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 point is like um, I actually I actually kind of lost my point there. I, the, you have to ask yourself this: these guys are so good, right? They're so good at investing money. They know what they're doing. Why are they investing your money? And why are they taking your phone calls? And why are they dealing with that shit? If they were really that good, they would be wealthy, they'd be managing their own money, or they'd have some kind of hedge fund or something where they manage other people's money on a larger scale. Well, 
that's a catch twenty two because they need your money in order to make money so they can invest their own money and use their skills. Warren Buffett didn't need that. What did he? Where did his money come from? His own. It was his own money. He earned and then he invested. How did and he then earn he that money to begin with? He went to do it full time. I mean, he he was like, I don't know his whole story. I read some of his book, but he delivered papers and he did other things and he he had he made money, but he's. He and he had like tons of like mini businesses that he started. He would sell mm. people shit and he would just invest. And the thing is, is like, um, I, I know, I know someone who, who trades full time. Okay. Uh, they, they, they do oil and it's very uninteresting, you know, so we won't talk about it too much. And all he does is he buys and sells oil all day, but it takes his whole day and it, it's high stress. And so yeah. if he was really, Working to beat the market, your financial advisor, they wouldn't have time to talk to you. They'd be busy in the market. In fact, you would want them to be busy in the market. If you called them during the day and they talked to you, I'd be pissed. Why aren't you managing my money? Well, so you don't think you could be a financial advisor to someone? I I am happy to give advice for free Mm -hmm. to people and help them with with what I understand, whatever. Um, No, it doesn't pay enough. For me to do that, I'm a, How, like think about it like this: like so, you you have five G's that you want to invest, yeah. right? How much are you really going to give me to handle your money? I don't want to give you anything. I mean, so you you don't want to give me anything? Whatever the answer is, I just want is, you to tell me where to put it. Yeah, well, I mean, like that's why that they they take quote unquote control because then they do things because otherwise. Talk is cheap, and they can tell you what to do. You just do it yourself. So, our fin- but financial advisors are telling you, you know, put X amount of money into your four hundred one k, put X amount of money into your. They're like in- investment budgeters. You know, they're just, uh, you know, guys that say. Uh, I mean, my parents have a financial advisor that they like a lot. You know, mm. um, so look, what's the alternative um, though? You you listen to Listen Money Matters, right? No, I, and I'm, you, I'm and on you, it. I don't listen to it. I mean, like the listener. I mean, I, I listen to Listen Money Matters. But, oh, I thought you were uh, talking to me. I'm sorry. No, but I was maybe. But any, anyways, like, I mean, the people are listening to us. I'm sure they're listening to other people. I'm sure they're reading other blogs. And I imagine they're staying with us because they like our approach or, or our topics or whatever. But the, the point is, like, you're not going to find me, like much difference. It's not like what we are telling you is like, it's nowhere else. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's math, it's logic, it's th- there's like basic theory behind it. So people are generally singing the same song, and I'm saying that this guy, what he's going to tell you, what he's going to charge you for this advice, like, hey Matt, contribute to your 401k. Wow, that was great advice. Like uh, here's a hundred bucks. Or but don't they do he, that? Don't they? Won't they do it for you? Like, here, set up my 401k for me. No, dude. Like, I mean, maybe you could give them the list of your funds and then yeah, they could pick okay. them for exactly. you. Exactly. But I'm saying, like, okay. And th- this comes down to, like, the too frugal for what what's good for you. Because let's say that you, you're going to set up your 401k so it contribute and you send them the 15 funds and they're going to tell you what the distribution should be, mm-hmm. right? Um. We could tell you how to do this. We could tell you how to do this in 30 minutes. And then the question is, what is your 30 minutes worth to you? So now if this financial advisor does it for $15 for 30 minutes, 
right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's worth it for you because you're worth more than $30 an hour. Right. But if, I mean, it's unlikely he's going to charge you $15. He's probably going to charge you a couple hundred dollars. And then the question is, do you make like a couple hundred dollars an hour? Probably not. So it's probably more useful you don't know for me. you to do it because the thing is like, like he's, he's not better than you. He does, he's not better at this than you. He or she. He or she. Like statistically, they're not going to be better than you. And it's also extremely unlikely. And also, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, like I said before, what makes you believe that you could find someone who knows what they're doing? You don't, you don't even know the qualities that it takes. Yeah, so I, I had a friend who graduated from um, doctor school, <laughs> medical school, <laughs> doctor school, graduated from medical school, and he had like financial advisors up his ass because, you know, he graduated, he's got money. He's, he's got money. serious cash, yeah. You know, he's got debt. Um, they want his business, clearly, you know, mm-hmm. they, and they can make money off of them. Now, do do financial advisors uh, make more money based on what they sell? Like a doctor, I, and I don't know how accurate I am going to say this or whatever, but like if a doctor recommends a certain drug, you know, I know that they got rid of this law or, or they they got rid of this this. So so the the, the thing if, is, if you, know that if you know where I'm getting at, you have to disclose if you are getting a piece of the action. So for example, if we recommended Apple on the blog. And we, we don't recommend any stocks in the blog, but we did recommend Apple. And we actually also have a disclosure on the site. Like, because anyone who's in personal finance or finance needs a disclosure. But we need to say, and, and we're, I'm completely transparent that I own Apple stock, mm-hmm. right? So if I say buy Apple stock, I own it myself. So then you can make the judgment. They have to be open with that. So if your financial advisor is making money on the side because they're selling you some, you know, what bike company or some tank company or whatever, like they have to tell you if they get a cut or if they don't. And I think the argument here is who cares more about your money? Someone else or you? So no one will ever care more than you. Yeah. But that this goes on, you know, how much is your time worth and, and how much is your money worth to you? So if you, if you want to hire a financial advisor because you just don't have enough time to sit down, learn how to, you know, delegate your money and where to put it and all that stuff. I can understand that. I really can. If you're just not into it, like the, obviously anybody listening to this is not that person because they're actually they're listening to this because they want to learn, right? They mm. want to be able to handle this themselves. But if they don't listen to this, like somebody like my parents don't listen to this, I hope. Uh, um, <laughs> they, I, I mean, they... Like, and the they, reason they, is like they're, they're just not educated in, in the financial sense. So what, what should ideally happen is someone who does know these things or does listen to our podcast or Dave Ramsey or whomever, go go to your parents and they're like, hey, you know what? Don't take my word for it. Just read these three different sites. Listen to these two different things. Like hand pick out things for them so that they can educate themselves. Like because w- when you understand, then you can make like legit decisions. When you don't, like Yeah, then you're just shooting in the dark. Yeah. And I, I and mean, education's important. But then again, education requires time. And I would argue that I'd rather spend my time educating myself about money because time is money. And if you educate yourself about money, you make more money and therefore you can afford, you know, more education and, and learn. And it, it's like. What I would be really interested in is to find out 
the amount of money that your parents have paid. I mean, not directly because he takes a fee, so they don't see the payment to the mm-hmm. financial advisor, but how much money he makes off of your parents a year. See how much activity was in their account. They pro- he probably didn't buy and sell much or at all, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they're just putting it on auto- autopilot, I imagine. Yeah, and so the thing is, is then like you look at it and it's like, okay, we paid this guy one G. He didn't buy and sell or anything. He just bought a bunch of stuff, probably the same thing he buys for everybody. Yeah. And it sat there, you know. He could have done that yourself. But he's you know more what? educated than you and it's a service that he's offering. So Supposedly, how are the, how can they tell? If they don't understand this, how do they know that he well, knows? Well, I mean, look, you uh, – hmm, I'm trying to think of a parallel example like uh, – a car mechanic tells you you need something replaced, and if you don't know, then you just have to. And trust that's why you got to ask questions. Like you got to be like, okay, and you know, you kind of try and under. You will never understand like they understand, but at least you can understand the amount of work and stuff like that. Because, dude, the guy could be like, "Your muffler exploded. <laughs> um, it's it's going to cost fifty thousand dollars to replace," and you could either take it, or you could be like. Why does it cost $50,000? Is the part $50,000? Do you have to rebuild the car? You know, like, and because people are always trying to screw you. Financial advisors are no, nothing unique in that. Yeah, but you're, that's kind of, um, you know, that's, that's, that's that scary stuff. You know, it's like, uh, you know, oh, the Craigslist killer. I wouldn't buy anything off of Craigslist because you might get stabbed and raped. I'm like, oh, no, no. That happened like once somewhere <laughs> it's like not it's an irrational fear and that's coming from me okay but here's the thing dude you're gonna buy a new tv what's gonna happen you're gonna go online you're gonna research the shit out of it which is better blah 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 which one has 3d to the max or mm-hmm. this and that you're gonna buy a new computer you're gonna research the shit out of it. you're gonna buy a new phone you're gonna read tons of stuff you're gonna look at pictures you're gonna go nuts whatever you're gonna all these things that you're gonna buy that are pretty meaningless in terms of your long-term success, whatever, you're going to research the hell out of. But when it comes to managing your, the entirety of your wealth, like what you will rely on when you're old, what will buy you your vacation, pay for your house, the, the shit that matters, you're going to do no research. You're going to put it into some stranger's hands and you can't determine if he's good or bad because you don't know. Like that's madness, dude. That's madness. I love ranting. I'm sorry. No, I was, I was, <laughs> I actually agree with that. Like it, it's crazy because we're talking about like real money here. And you know what? And this is why I advocate things like betterment because we're talking about automated investing where the fees are lower than what you would do it if you did it yourself. The costs are less and it's tracking indexes, which are just market averages and the fact that we know is that over the long term, on average, market averages return 7% a year on the like the low end. Like if you read other financial blogs, they're like touting like eight or more percent a year. I would rather say 7% and then you'd be, you know, happily uh, whatever. Surprise if anything Sur- was over that. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is like, and this is, this is like mindless. If you want to do mindless, why don't you go with smart automatic things based on like solid like research as opposed to some dude who just wants your money so you think and you don't even know if he's good you think companies like betterment are putting financial advisors out of business yeah dude it's the same thing with like zillow 
putting uh, real estate agents out of business or Craigslist putting real estate agents out of business or Expedia putting travel agents out of business. We're talking about information like uh, like unequal inf- – I forget the exact term, but it's like when I know more than you so I can charge you information imbalance, mm-hmm. right? Before it was like I had no idea what planes cost or how to get to Spain or how to handle this stuff. She so goes to a travel agent. They know you pay that knowledge gap. You know, real estate agents, they understand the housing market and, you know, they know what you don't, so you go with them. Now you just go on the fucking internet and all the information's there, so you don't need to pay these people. Okay, but to argue that uh, and to argue with your analogies, mm-hmm. I would happily pay somebody to be my travel agent because I just don't understand, nor do I ever want to understand how travelocity works. Like, why is a plane cost different today than it does tomorrow? Just it should be just a flat price, and I just get angry. Same with hotel rooms. Just make it a flat price. Make my <laughs> life easier. Well, they charge you more when you wait to the last minute, I and know. they charge you less in advance. And you know what? I bought it. I bought a, a vacation to Australia from Groupon. Wrote about it on the blog. It was amazing. All I did was buy the thing, and then show up. Yeah. And it was all inclusive and it was awesome and they shuttled me from here to there. And, and that would be great for uh, that's that's it's great and that's what I kind of want from a tr- travel agent is like just But set here's up- the thing dude is Betterman is like on the discount end, travel agent is on like the Yeah, but they just ha- I can understand somebody just handling it for you. Like I want somebody to handle my travel plans. I want somebody to handle What was the other example you gave? Uh real estate. Real estate. Or- yeah, I I did not want to uh, when I rented out my house, I hired my friend to be my real estate agent to put it up on the MLS to you know schedule all the showings. I didn't want to have to do any of that stuff, but that's just because my time for what it was wasn't worth it, and I and I didn't understand. And it's something I'm only going to do once in a life, you know, once like I'm only going to rent my house once every who the hell knows. But it's so, very dude- it's very uh, distanced. But money is consistent. You're always going to have to deal with money. You are eventually going to have to educate yourself at some point. Mm. You know, unlike traveling, you're not traveling every day. If you are, then you, okay, you should probably learn yourself. So you're not getting screwed every single day. So I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a perfect example to counter your your counters. To well, mine. I'm, I'm kind of like re, re like. I'm kind of going back on it because now I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, money you deal with every day, traveling you don't, and real estate you don't. So, you know. Dude, so, so check this out. So, mm-hmm. so two things. Well, I mean, one, I just saw Jay Money, who's, who will be on a future podcast, and yeah. we're going to talk about being a landlord and stuff because mm-hmm. you are and he is. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get the wrong person in your apartment like, or your, your home or whatever you're renting, like you're basically screwed. It's really hard. Like the laws are against homeowners, like renter. I mean, uh, landlords. The law is in the favor of the renter, so it's really hard to evict. They could take advantage. Yeah, like, but that has nothing to do with the real estate agent. Here's the thing: is who is the best judge of character for the person who is going to rent your property? Some dude yeah, who just I wants always- a fee to put a warm body in your building, or you? Who cares about someone who's not going to destroy your stuff, who is going to pay on time? You can't you know? discriminate, though. No, dude, you don't discriminate. It's, it's, do you know the book Blink? Yeah. By, uh, yeah. yeah. So, and, and he, he, 
Yeah, Malcolm Gladwell, awesome guy. Definitely recommend his book. The great analogy from his book. So you're you're in college, right? You're sitting in a class, and the professor walks in, and he's disheveled, or he has a pocket protector, or whatever. It does doesn't matter. In the first ten seconds, you pretty much know what the rest of the class is going to be like. Why? I mean, you've never met the guy before from all of your past experiences of life, of meeting people and talking with whatever, and you know, so. And the same is, it's not about being like racist or like discriminating, prejudiced. prejudiced. It's about understanding what people, you, like you could talk to someone, you don't get along, you know, because maybe they're a bad person, maybe just, uh, I think that in situations that matter, you should be the one making the decision because you're the only one who really cares. And, and that's what you think for financial planners and financial advisors. Yeah. Now, what's the, is there a difference between a financial planner and a financial advisor, or they're kind of one and the same? Well, that's a good question. Well, maybe the, I, I would assume they're the same. Okay. Hey, you know when you assume you make an ass out of you and me because this is our podcast? <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, difference between financial planner and financial advisor, I'd say you don't need either of them. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of financial planners and advisor who would – very much disagree with what you're saying. Hey, hey, you know what? Uh, I'll tell you what. If you're a financial advisor, a financial planner, email me. We 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 won't. I mean, we'll have an honest email discussion, and I will have you on. We'll, they'll come on the podcast, and they can defend themselves. Yeah, make their case. And 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 I won't be a dick. I mean, I'll tell you what I think. You know, mm-hmm. and we'll have an honest discourse. I, I would love to be proven wrong. Okay. So well, challenges out there. I don't know if anyone will take it, but you know. Do you have anything else you'd like to add before we wrap things up? I'm all riled up, so I could probably just rant for hours now. But no, what do you I, think of reality TV shows and go. Okay, so I'm I've been watching. Uh, no, no, we're not talking. We're not going down that path. No, 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 no. No, no. But seriously, real quick, there's a show. It's like Amish something. Amish it's mafia. Am- no, no. It's uh, hey Laura. Yeah. What's that Amish show called? <laughs> breaking Amish <laughs> and it's Amish people who move into New York City whoa god that's, that's all I got to say not a, mm, you're, it's, I'm, now I'm getting angry because you just because <laughs> that's a thing it, it's a thing and it's on Netflix and we watched it deal with it <laughs> alright so that's it right yeah alright cool well that, I mean that was good you got to you got to go on your little rant there I thought it was pretty good and I mean, I'm all about not having a financial advisor because I want to be educated. And it, and it forces me to educate myself because I don't want to hire somebody. I don't want to pay somebody to do something that I shouldn't know how to do myself. That's how I feel. Mm. So uh, specifically about anybody handling my money. I don't trust a soul. And you shouldn't. That's my money. <laughs> That's how I do it. Listen, money matters, guys. Thanks for hanging right. out with us. And remember, if you have any questions, please email us. Just emails, questions, comments, anything. Like, you want to yell at us? Yeah. You, you appreciate my cursing? You don't appreciate his cursing? You, you want to recommend a beer or a drink? Ooh. Yeah. That would actually be nice. You know what? If you email us and you recommend, like, some kind of drink, I, I'll make it and we'll taste it. Yeah. You know, I, I hopefully, Matt, I don't think – do you even drink alcohol anymore? <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, I went out the other night and had a drink. <laughs> I had a beer. <laughs> At a border, uh, but like during the, I mean, I'd be hammered. We've been recording all day. Well, what, what do you think I am right now? Hammered. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and we have another, and we have an interview coming up. Anyway, look forward to the Joel Lozgard episode because I'll be yeah. even more wasted. So, <laughs> yeah, email us uh, questions, drinks that you want us to have, catchphrases for the beginning of the show, whatever. Listen, money matters at gmail.com. Via Twitter, do the catchphrases via Twitter. It's at money matters man. And if you like this show, please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen. Specifically iTunes. We need the reviews, guys. We need to climb up. We need to beat Dave Ramsey. That's our goal. Damn it. Number one investment podcast, investing podcast. Better than Dave Ramsey. Better than Susie Orman. Better than Jim Cramer. We want to hit the top spot. And I know we can do it. I know you guys will. And I have faith. And I would really appreciate it. And... As we mentioned in the beginning of the show, there's a free money management tool called Mint, and we wrote a book about it, this free tool, Mint.com, and we have a book called Mastering Mint, which you can find at MasteringMint.com, and if you enter the promo code podcast, you will get $5 off. And last but not least, if you want to learn more about personal finance and money management, we're always writing new stuff and posting up new episodes at ListenMoneyMatters.com, so that's it. Thanks again for hanging out with us. We look forward to the next episode. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm not going to say the end. Andrew, see you later. Later, Matt.